No, 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 no. Hit the road, Jack. And don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack. And don't you come back no more. Oh, woman, oh, woman, don't treat me so mean. You're the meanest old woman that I ever seen. I guess if you say so, I had to pack my bags and go. That's right, hit the road, Jack. And don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack. And don't you come back no more. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to a Tuesday episode of the Locked On Texan podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. excuse me, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs, the most comfortable shorts, pants, and sweatpants with built-in liners. Go to birddogs.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and boom, a free bird dog rope hat with your pair of bird dogs. I don't think that this show really needs much of a uh, breakdown or rundown of what we're talking about today. So we're going to hop into it before we do that. I'm John Hickman, of course, joined by Cody Ray Charles Davis. <laughs> and you guys know why, why we're here today, right on this Tuesday episode of the Locked On Texan podcast. After three seasons, the Houston Texans and Jack Easterby, and I'm going to make sure I do this, mutually parted ways over the weekend. This news was announced on Monday that he has been moved on from Again, Houston hired Jack Easterby in 2019, and he had a major role in the Houston Texans organization. Now, since hiring Jack Easterby back in 2019, things that have happened that has really affected, you know, the Houston Texans organization, Brian Gain getting fired months after Jack Easterby being brought on, DeAndre Hopkins trade, Uh, As you remember, the Sports Illustrated story that came out that set the sports world on fire a couple of years ago, undermining of the executives and decision makers, uh, including the head coach, who, by the way, helped bring him to Houston. Uh, Also, there was a a lot of distrust among staff and players to the point where one Texan and two other of the staff believed that players were being surveillance outside of the building. As you guys remember some of his duties, well, he was the executive vice president of football operations. He took on some general manager hats as well, took on a scouting hat as well. Uh, But I think one of the biggest things that we can look at is Jack Easterby. Uh, Basically, the reason why Andre Johnson and the Houston Texans franchise was isolated from one another for a period of time. Andre Johnson is the second best player to ever put on this jersey. Andre Johnson is one of the best wide receivers to ever play the game. Andre Johnson represents Houston Texan football. And it's kind of funny. I mentioned Andre Johnson. The moment the news dropped that hmm. Jack Easterby was fired, a rare social media post from Andre Johnson appeared on Instagram with a big smile. And he's basically ready to come back home. A lot of the Houston Texan players and legends, J.J. Wide, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Kareem Jackson, all in those uh, Instagram comments, wanting him to come back, ready to come back. But we are here to talk about Jack used to be. 
who has hit the road as Cody opened up the show with. <laughs> What's going on with this situation? Why now, Cody? And what eventually led up to the departure of Jack Easterby? Well, that's the biggest issue everyone is trying to figure out why now. And if you guys remember, um, a couple weeks before John McClain retired, um, he was going on, I think, I want to call it like his last media tour, because but he's still on the radio. But um, one of the last things he said when he was with the Houston Chronicle, he said that, do not be surprised if this is the last season of Jack Easterby. He not only said that on 16, but he said, you know, if he does have a departure from this organization, it's going to come at the end of the season. That is something that I had my eyes set on because I truly did believe that if there was a departure of Jack Easterby from this organization, it was going to come at the end of the season. However, John, listeners, the viewers, as we all know, it didn't come at the end of the season. It came on Monday, a day after the Houston Texans returned back to the building to prepare, to prepare for their week seven matchup against the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, practice started at eight, and Adam Scheffner of ESPN dropped the biggest bombshell which, around way, 801, 802. Which, by the way, Adam Schefter tweeting that after the last time he kind of tweeted about something significant with the Houston Texans was dealing with Deshaun Watson. Um, I, I thought that was odd. I really wanted to see maybe one of Houston's media to be able to bring that news to the light. That's just my personal feeling. So I, I apologize for cutting you off. Oh, well, that's a whole another topic and story for another day. But, um, and trust me, I 100% agree with you. But, you know, look, at the end of the day, it don't matter who broke the news, John. This is something that needed to be done. Because if you guys remember, ever since the hiring of Lovey Smith, the promotion of Pep Hamilton, the one thing I've always said, you know, regardless of what were your thoughts about the Houston Texans over everything that had taken place, more so over the last two years, I say that it seems like everything surrounding the Texans in 2022 seemed new. It was a new atmosphere. There was a departure, the trade of Deshaun Watson. Everything finally looked like the future of this organization. It, it seemed like there was so much of a promising future moving forward. However, every time I attended practice, every time I was in the building or whatever the case might be, you saw Jack Easterby. It was a reminder of how far and how fast that this organization has fallen. And look, I get it. Everybody has to go through their um, rebuild at, at some at one point or another. But at the end of the day, as we all know, it never made sense as to why the Houston Texans fell from promise so fast. And two, and most importantly, everyone understood that he was the primary reason why the Houston Texans are in this situation now. Jack Easterby was a guy that was a team chaplain for the New England Patriots over the course of several years. Uh, Jack Easterby was hired to be a team chaplain here in Houston and, and it worked his way up during a time where if we are being honest, and I think this is why we need to really show Cal McNair some love, which is what I'll do in the next segment. He kind of came around when things were kind of at the lowest for Cal McNair. Cal McNair lost his father, lost a family friend, needed somebody to lean on. And if you guys remember a lot of the stories and reports that were coming out around that time was simply that Jack used to be with Cal McNair confidant during the time of need. And it kind of makes sense. He's a team chaplain. He's he's a, he's a religious guy. He's a pastor. So when you're going through these ups and downs, you ideally would like 
someone who is kind of connected to whatever your faith is and right that can kind of help you through that uh but the moment he was brought in there was never any trust within that organization once he got settled in uh, i've never seen a team chaplain work his way up to be an executive a vice vice a vice president for jack east to be to be let go now i have to wonder if it is due to the the realism that okay players getting followed right um uh things going on that he's trying to control outside and if you remember a report there was a story that came out a couple of years ago how he was working with reporters to kind of keep his eye on things to kind of put things out there to be more favorable for East to be and, and what he wants to do i think that all was true i think that when you look at the relationship with Jack East to be, maybe with Nick Casario, especially with a guy like Lovey Smith, all coming to a halt and saying, you don't run this. We run this here in Houston. Nick is the general manager. I'm the head coach. Cal, you are the owner. And I think that's significant. Again, I look at this, this move as another move that helps gain the trust back. For the past two and a half, three seasons, this team has been a laugh, laughing stock. There hasn't been a lot of respect here. And I think moving along from him when they did during the bye week where there's not a lot going on uh, makes sense. They also may be looking at their payroll for next year and understanding that you being here does nothing for our bottom line. It may only make this worse. So we got to move on from you. But I do want to mention that I do believe that a relationship between Jack Easterby and maybe a media person, maybe outside sources, maybe other players really hindered the, his lifespan here in Houston, and that's why Houston moved on from him. And what you and what that what you just said at the end of your statement, John, is part <clears> of the <throat> reason why I have a problem with this firing. And I look at this from a standpoint of why did it have to take this in order for you to say, you know what, you are not good for our organization? Because once again, just take a look at all of the bad events that has taken place since 2019. As you mentioned, this has been a laughing stock. The, the Texans have been a laughing stock for the organization. And if it came down to that in order for them to say, we no longer want you part of our organization, I have more of a problem with that than them looking at a standpoint of, okay, you pulled the trigger on DeAndre Hopkins and got no, nothing Nick back Casario in return. wasn't here. Yeah, and Nick Casario wasn't here, but, oh, you know. And that's my point. Nick hasn't, if we're being honest, the moment Nick has gotten here, we haven't really heard much about Jack Eves to be. Yeah, you're you're right. And, and so when I say I think what he's doing now, everything that I think that Jack Easterby has been doing to get him fired now was affecting the plan that Nick Casario has in place and the structure and how he wants to run things. That's why I think now is why he's gone. Everything prior to Nick Casario, when this was being this organization was being ran by 10 hands at one time. Confusion can come in when you have everybody in the kitchen, right? Who did this? Who put you over salt my food and this? But now, one hand in the kitchen when your mama tell everybody to get out, she knows what she's doing. You got Jack to be still trying to come in that kitchen, disturbing the process and the program that's trying to be put into place. That's why I think now he's out the door compared to before. So I got my bird dog shorts in the mail, and I got to tell you guys, I'm going to be completely honest. I am super skeptical 
when it comes to ordering something new online. Luckily, I didn't have to order these. These were sent out to me for our free for our testers that we do here with the Locked On Texan podcast. But the moment I put them on, I said, yeah, I got to order me some more. Have to. Super comfortable. And I'm a bigger guy. You guys see that. I don't like to be constrained. I hate that, especially when it comes to my bottoms. So try them on. And when I say comfortable, comfortable. The waistband doesn't bother you. It's not going to cause any itchiness. Super light, super comfortable. They're kind of like a little piece of Charmin Heaven. You know, the Charmin, the tissue, soft just like that, very comfortable. Bird dog pants are perfect for fall golf. You may not play like Tiger Woods, but you may feel just as good. Also, bird dog joggers are high quality, higher quality than Lululemon and $20 less. So you're getting the high quality and you're also saving money. It's a recession. Shout out to Jeezy. We got to find the smart way to save money. And if you want to save money, if you want to work out, if you want to play golf, if you want to do all of that activity stuff and still feel comfortable while looking good, you got to go with Bird Dog, right? I've, I've These shorts are simply amazing. Go to birddogs.com, enter promo code locked on, and they'll throw in a free Bird Dogs hat. Come on now. That's bird dogs with an S at the end, dot com, promo code locked on, and boom, a free pair, a free bird dogs rope hat with your first pair of bird dogs. The most comfortable shorts, pants, and sweatpants with built-in liners. You will not take these things off unless it's time to take them off. I promise you. Also, Locked On Texans listeners, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available? That's why you need to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. We're giving y'all everything y'all need, man. Free, faster, comfortable. It's all right here with the Locked On Network. But the best part about LinkedIn, you add your job, right? Add it to the website. Add the hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. And then they help you out with simple tools like screening questions that make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you want to interview and hire. That's simple. LinkedIn Jobs help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks again for making Locked On Texans your first listen every day. Make sure you check out NFL Key Predictions every Friday on Locked On NFL. Locked On's local experts give you the inside scoop on the five biggest games of the NFL weekend, including Sunday and Monday Night Football, plus betting advice from the field's leading experts bet online. Follow NFL Key Predictions every Friday on Locked On NFL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, Locked On Texans listeners and viewers out there in the world. Cody, I don't know how many people I saw rejoicing. On Monday, <laughs> it was a happy day. Twitter parties. Oh, happy day! <laughs> oh, happy day! 
when Cabin there was. So you had an opportunity to, you know, find out, of course, Jack Easterby is no longer in the building for the Houston Texans. Cal McNair released a statement. I met with Executive Vice President of Football Operations, Jack Easterby, and we have a mutually agreed to part ways. For the remainder of the season, effective immediately, his responsibilities will be absorbed by our football operations. We acknowledge Jack's positive contribution and wish him and his family the best in the future. Classy way to go ahead and move on. Cody, you know what this speaks to me? Talked about everything Calvin Nair has been doing, actively doing and working to repair the relationship with the fans. I think moving along from Jack Easterby right now, it's not necessarily for the fans, but I think he is, you know, actively working to repair the relationship with his staff. And some of the people during the tenure of Jack Easterby being in that building, some of the people that may have been done wrong. Um, but I also think overall this was a decision that two points for Cal, I think he is finally coming into being the owner of the Houston Texans. Um, and when he became the owner, it was due to just – Unfortunate events happening, losing his father, everything that was going around at that time in Cal's life. And I think it was very unexpected, right? Uh, but now moving along from Jack Easterby, you're rebuilding the relationship with people that may or may not be in the building anymore. Uh, of course, you're rebuilding the relationship between players like Andre Johnson and even guys that are still playing in the league like J.J. Watt or maybe DeAndre Hopkins who – DeAndre Hopkins has spoke very highly of the McNair family. But this was a decision that I thought was very respectable. I thought this decision was smart. And overall, I thought this decision was the biggest decision so far in Cal being an NFL owner. Um, I agree with you to a certain extent. But, John, like I mentioned in the first segment, look, sometimes – when you take a long time in order to make a move or whatever the case might be, look, what, what is the saying? Better late than never. But in a situation like this, I'm still looking at him and saying to myself that this decision to depart from Jack Easterby is, it's a little bit too late in my opinion, because once again, you should not have let it get to this point. And like I mentioned in the first segment, if by any chance, if they got fed up with him, leaking information to the media or whatever the case might be why did it have to take that and not the fact that because of his ability to fire the capologist that's part of the reason why your team was in salary cap hell for over the last two seasons you know you departed from not one um legend but two legends you you, you departed from from many good players in john like you and i talk about this a lot before we come on the show I still find it hard to believe that the Texans are in this situation. And you can always repair stuff. I understand that. But there has been so much damage that has been done ever since Jack Easterby walked into that building. I understand it. Kudos to Kel. You are doing everything that you got to do to repair your relationships. But some of these relationships, you're not going to be able to repair. Again, and I want to reiterate what I was saying Um 
it's just for for Cal. Cal did not walk into the best of circumstances. They did walk in and inherit being an NFL owner. So for a lot of us, that's an amazing circumstance to walk well, into. It was, it was also a team that was on the up and up as well. And, and it was. Um, but we have to, at the very least, acknowledge that this is an attempt, a, a successful attempt, of righting a wrong because Jack Easterby should have never been here in the first place. Uh, he was hired to be here at the team chaplain over the course of the last three seasons. He's been able to work his way up to be football operations overseer of that. Um, and I said this on Twitter and I'm going to say this now, as much as we like to pretend God is in football or whatever your faith is, the higher power, faith is in football. It's not. Faith really has no place in the NFL. And should it? Yeah, it should. But we like to act like it does, and it's not there. And I look, that was one of my main criticisms of Cal McNair back when we started to criticize him. There's no reason why a team chaplain should have this much authority and responsibility. Cody, we've talked about a lot of this stuff off camera, and some of these things we've talked about has been confirmed, right? I'm not going to get into it right now, but Cal McNair, I mean, okay, Jack Easterby was doing some absurd things with his power and authority, all in the name of being hired to be a team chaplain. And so this was a guy that was a friend of Cal McNair. This was a confidant of Cal McNair. This was a shoulder to lean on of Cal McNair, and I put it like this. You are somebody I've known for over a decade now. You are somebody I've worked with closely for, at the very least, six years. You're a friend of mine. We call each other brother. I call people that we don't even know brother. But this was somebody that was close to him, and one day Cal woke up and said, enough is enough. Thank you for everything you've done. And I'm pretty sure Cal may have been very sincere when giving him his walking papers. But thank you for what you've done. Thank you for being here for me in the time of need. Uh, but your presence isn't needed. And I'm waking up to realize your presence was a mistake, a huge mistake that cost people jobs that was loyal to this franchise, cost people uh, relationships, and I can keep going, but I don't want to go too far because it may be too much for some people. But the arrival of Jack Easterby cost a lot of people a lot of things. And Cal had a blind eye to it for three years, and he woke up and said, enough is enough. I have somebody in this building who I seemingly trust, and Nick Casario, who, by the way, if this trend continues, then I will start seeing – I want to start seeing Nick Casario held more accountable – we have to look for that, but you have to at the very least. And I'm not a huge Cal fan, but say, hey, man, hey, I got to show you some love on that. You're trying, and you're making the right decisions, small decisions, mid-decisions. This, because of how big it was and how big they had let it get here in Houston, 
this was a major decision to move on from somebody that knows a lot about this organization, that knows a lot about the Cal McNair and his family, that knows a lot, but he is not allowing relationships to deter him away from running a successful business. At the very least, guys, you got to applaud him on that. And today's episode is also brought to you and presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Now, a lot of y'all may hear easy and think to yourself, they always say it's easy. Okay, well, I'm going to go to my phone. I'm going to go to the Prize Picks app. Right now, Justin Herbert, less, oh, he has 265.5 yards. I can bet on whether or not he's going to get more or less. Cody, is that simple enough for people? You know it. Okay, let, let me make it a little bit easy. Russell Wilson, who's playing abysmal, 13.5 yards. I can bet on whether or not he's going to get more or less. In this case, I bet that he's going to get more. And then I bet Justin Herbert is going to get less than 265 yards. But it's that simple. Super easy. Super convenient. Pick two to five players. If they score more or less than their prize picks projections, <clears throat> you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. Thanks for making Locked On Texans your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen, to this Tuesday installment of Locked On Texans. And throughout this show... We talk so much about the departure of Jack Easterby. He's gone now. John, listeners and viewers, it's time for us to look towards the future. Um, as I said in the first segment, you know, the one thing that I said ever since Lovey Smith took over as head coach, it seemed like there was a, a new atmosphere surrounding this organization. Um, and now that new atmosphere has grown without Jack Easterby no longer in the building. Um, John, of course, everybody would like to know how is this going to affect the Houston Texans? And it's going to affect them in a variety of ways. First and foremost, probably their next home game. I do believe we're going to see probably their best crowd since the, the downfall of the Houston Texans have taken place. Because as you guys have seen um, and probably have experienced as well, um, the, the, the home crowd of the Houston Texans have not looked good over the past year and you know there were so many guys having signs that said fire jack easterby um the the overall atmosphere the game day atmosphere and you guys know it didn't matter if the houston texans were on a 9-10 game winning streak or if there was one of those well, years where, on that well, you know well yeah 2018-2019 they had that big losing streak after they end up losing the first three games of the season, that was the same year where they got their behinds handed to them in the playoffs by um, the Indianapolis Colts. But, you know, even on the flip side of things, where things wasn't looking good for the Houston Texans and all of your good players were hurting, you was finishing the season with a 2-14 and 14 record or whatever the case might be, the game day, at, 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 the game day atmosphere 
inside NRG Stadium, at one time Reliant Stadium. It was always good and full of electricity. And, you know, ever since this downfall has taken place, that energy, that electricity was not there. And I also want to say this, John, listeners and viewers. I do believe that this is also going to put the Houston Texans more in a respectable light. And moving forward, we talked about this on yesterday with Sarge and with B. Scott. There is promise and there is hope surrounding the Houston Texans, especially when you take a look at guys like Nico, Derek Stanley, Jalen Petrie. I'm not going to go as far as to say that this is going to be a free agency destination, but with the money they, that they have, the fact that you have moved on from Deshaun Watson, you moved on from Jack Easterby, and now it seems like that there is some somewhat of a promise, I do believe starting next season that the Houston Texans will be able to go out and get some quality players to put out there on the football field and showcase what they can do. And I say that because I go back to what Nick Casario said last week. He wants to see this team be successful and he wants to see this team win. When you go back and you take a look at what he had to say in his last um, press conference, he mentioned or referred to a team where he used to be a part of or was a part of for almost 20 years. And the one thing I will say about Nick Casario is the fact that he is tired of being the laughing stock of the league. So I really do believe that the Texans are going to benefit tremendously following the departure of Jack Easterby, both on and off the field. I think when we look towards the future without Jack Easterby, trust, 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 big trust. Big trust, a lot of money in free agency next year. Big trust, <laughs> Lamar. Never mind, y'all don't get where I'm going with it. <laughs> y'all don't feel me, man. But hey, I'm not gonna go that far. That's why I say I'm not gonna go as far as to say that's with, a free agency destination. I'm gonna play with a theory that maybe Nick Casario calls home in the offseason and figure out what he can try to what what, what what would it take for one of those quarterbacks back home but i'll say that conversation for another time as well um qb and which is home you know what home is yeah y'all know what home is but when i look at the departure for jackies to be two words good riddance that's it man i don't have much else uh again the rise to where he got was unheard of and i'm a man who is big on faith but i know this this league it's not where faith is 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 causes home, and to see that, I always thought it was kind of odd. But overall, for Cal, he has a lot of apologizing to do. For Cal, he has a lot of saving face to do. For Cal, he now has a organization and a franchise that I am more inclined to believe he'll lead compared to what I believed he was going to do for this firing thank you guys for checking us out today make sure you follow us on twitter at locked on texans also give us a follow subscribe like and comment on youtube as well under the name locked on texans and as always i'm your host cody davis please remember to follow me on twitter at cody davis underscore 24 once again that's cody c-o-t-y-d-a-v-i-s underscore 24 until next time ladies and gentlemen peace